Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets here on Monday. It is 5.58 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures up nine and a half cents at 7.44 and a half. December corn up seven at 6.95. May soybeans up 12 cents at 15.94 and three quarters. November beans up 11 and a quarter at 14.18. May Chicago wheat up nine and a half at 9.94. May Kansas City wheat up 11 cents at 10.24. May spring wheat is up 11 and a half at 10.76 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a rating or review on that Apple app in particular. If you are watching on YouTube. My goal is to uh, hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're up to 4,600 as of this past weekend. So hit that subscribe button, like these videos, leave me a comment. All of those things would help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. You get my morning emails, all my grain marketing recommendations, a ton of weather info, daily subscriber-only videos. I do a video just for my subscribers, uh, premium subscribers every single day. I did one on Friday where I went through the uh, corn and soybean balance sheets and I plugged in last week's uh, acreage numbers from USDA, ran through a number of different scenarios when it comes to yield, demand, and price implications. So if you guys are interested in that sort of content, you want to see this video, uh, sign up for that premium deal today. I will send it out to you. Ukraine has reportedly regained control of the capital of Kiev. Uh, This was a quote from Ukraine's deputy defense minister. The whole Kiev region is liberated from the invader. Uh, Ukraine claims that about 18,000 Russian troops had been killed since the start of the war. Russian air activity has increased in the southeast part of Ukraine, however. Uh, Activity in that eastern part of the country remains very much ongoing. Uh, Apparently, there will be some additional video calls potentially between the two countries as early as today, uh, even as Ukraine accuses Russia of carrying out atrocities in towns across northern Ukraine. So we've heard a lot regarding, uh, you know, war crimes, uh, things along those lines, crimes against humanity, all sorts of nasty stuff. But in any case, they may talk here again today. Now, maybe more uh, grain market specific. Ukraine's key port city of Odessa was struck by Russian missiles yesterday. And I'm seeing some conflicting news regarding this. Uh, A couple of the news outlets suggesting that uh, missiles struck an oil refinery and a fuel storage facility. And then I read other things indicating that some of these export terminals were severely damaged, like to the point where it's going to take you know, several months, if not years to repair them. Britain's defense minister said that Russia is strategically blockading the Black Sea and Sea of Azov in order to prevent Ukraine from rearming. Reuters reported over the weekend that Ukraine's railways are backlogged with grain on the country's western border. So grain traders or exporters in Ukraine are attempting to, uh, you know, seek alternatives when it comes to exports because they can't use the the Black Sea ports. So they're trying to use rail. It's it's not going extremely well, I don't think. In other Ukraine ag news, the country's ag minister, and this is the new ag minister, revised uh, the country's spring uh, planting 
estimates upward. Uh, 13.4 million hectares, that's only a decline of 20% in regard to spring acreage is what he's projecting. Uh, last month, the former ag minister said only 7 million hectares. So, so he thought we were going to decline by you know more than half. And now the new ag minister says you're going to decline by 20%. I'm not sure exactly uh, where this will end up. Uh, there was no breakdown given regarding expected acreage and uh, what the rotation will be, any of that sort of stuff. So still uh, some unknowns there. Large money managers continue to hold heavy net long positions in the row crop markets. CFTC had its weekly commitment of traders report out on Friday. Funds reduced uh, their net long or net length in the corn, soybean, and wheat markets slightly in the week ending last Tuesday. But this, of course, has all changed since the report was out uh, Thursday last week. But as of March 28th, large money managers were net long 342,000 contracts of corn, 151,000 contracts of soybeans, and 20,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Those are historic pretty hefty net long positions in the row crops, definitely more modest in regard to the SRW wheat market. Rains are active across some of the eastern Corn Belt here this morning. You've also got a system across southern Missouri into southern Illinois. So you've got the system moving from Illinois into Indiana, Michigan, and uh, Ohio. Over the weekend, there were some spotty rain and snow uh, in a lot of places. Um, the coverage wasn't great, but there were areas that, that uh, had quite a bit of precipitation uh, in Iowa. Uh, Iowa-Illinois border, uh, northern Illinois, and then uh, South Dakota, North Dakota saw some. It was kind of all over the place. Uh, coverage was not excellent. The next seven days, precipitation will be confined mostly to the central and eastern part of the Corn Belt, not a whole lot for the western Corn Belt or for the plains. Uh, the south is going to be uh, very wet over the next seven days. The International Energy Agency will release some more oil reserves. U.S. allied countries will follow the U.S. after the White House announced last week the largest ever release from the Strategic, uh, strategic Petroleum Reserve, or the SPR. Details regarding amounts will be made public uh, early this week, maybe as early as today, according to the IEA. So crude oil has backed off a little bit. We're trading around 99 bucks this morning in that nearby May W. Uh, TI contract. Uh, that contract peaked at 126th on March 7th. So crude oil has backed off from its highs. National average gas price fell to 419 a gallon yesterday, yesterday according to AAA. It peaked in the 430s uh, just last month. We've got another USDA report this week. On Friday, we will see our April crop production at WASD report. This is uh, still an old crop report, so you're going to see things like adjustments to the South American crops, uh, any sort of U.S. demand adjustments for the old crop marketing year. You don't get your first new crop balance sheets until the May report, so we've got to wait another uh, five weeks or so uh, until that. We also have our first uh, national crop progress report of the year this afternoon. The crop progress reports run from April through November, so you may see a corn planting number or you may have to wait a week or two. You should see uh, national winter wheat ratings, which are probably going to be below average because of these ratings in the southern plains. But uh, that report will be out at 3 p.m. Central today. Uh, we had a flash sale of old crop corn on Friday. Unknown destinations bought 136,000 metric tons, about 5 million bushels of old crop U.S. corn. Uh, that's got to be delivered before August 31st, of course, when the marketing year ends. The cattle market was mostly lower on Friday. Cash was mostly 138, a little bit up to 140. We'll see it develops here today. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher. Stocks are mixed. Bonds off a little bit. Gold's up 10 bucks. Uh, crude oil is up 11 cents and the May WTI at 99.38. Fairly quiet trade in the outside markets. Everybody have a great week. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.